trade services, Lavazi and Book1.co.uk present the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast, episode 571. I'm Adam and I'm the Doctor. You're nuts and I'm going to stop you. And here's, yes, it is, it's Robert Haynes. Why has it suddenly gone very quiet? I don't know. Robert, have you got a quote? Was he so Sorry. excited to hit mute again? No, it, it was actually. Oh, God, okay. that really messed Sorry. up the start of the show. <laughs> I'm Robert Haynes. Ouch. So we waited three and a half hours. <laughs> messed up the start of the show for you to say. That's why you should be saying that. Anyway. Ouch. Uh, Debbie Melrose. Strax, you're overexcited. Have you been eating Miss Jenny's sherbet fancies again? No. <laughs> and Kirby Bartlett Sloan. Oh, I once spent a hell of a long time trying to get a Gabby Australian to Heathrow Airport. Braveheart, Clara. <laughs> no, I thought you'd pick up on that bit. That was a real anorak. Gobby Australian, line, I like that. What a great way. <laughs> anyway, and Gobby Australian appears in Doctor Who um, a, a few years after this episode, ironically, yes. in some ways. Anyway, right, on the live feed, yes, um, we have Die Hard Fan, uh, Lillian Robin, in fact, uh, hey, who, uh, who says, hi. <laughs> uh, she says, hi. Yes, I bothered to turn up on time this week. Oh, no, she didn't say that. I just added that bit <laughs> for a laugh. And then, ooh, guest in the background. She's referring to um, um, Owen and Isabella who were um, leaving the house during that little bit where I was saying, have you, if you dropped your phone, etc., etc. Kirby, it was them I was talking to, not you. And then <laughs> get on with it. So I haven't started the show, Lillian. Uh, we have full license to do what we like before we, I actually introduce the show. Uh, Terry Mars says, hi, everyone. And then oh, I've hi. never seen Die Hard. What? Nor have I, actually. I've seen clips of what? it many a time. Uh, what? Alan Rickman's in it and some bloke, Roos Bliss. It's Bilis, the Bilis. of a Christmas movie. You've got to watch it. No, I know what's happened. I used to have the video game where you blast people to smithereens a lot. Um, I've, I've never Hard, seen it. But I remember there was a, a Rick and Morty based on it. Rig and Mortis. I've got a video game. Rig and Mortis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this. Oh, by the way, there won't be a show next week because uh, I've got a uh, convention to organise, um, and the what? following week's show might be. I don't know what's happening then either. Um, but I've got a. If I can get the audio from the, the the convention sorted out, then that will be the next show. So we'll Am have lots of lots of non Doctor Who people on a Doctor Who podcast. Uh, yeah, isn't that uh, ironic? So, <laughs> so we will next record on the. Uh, 29th yeah which is so going to be a bit bit tricky for you Kirby do you know why that might be a little bit tricky for you the what? 29th of October because <laughs> you have uh, time change that's correct it's going to be fun isn't it <laughs> what? I'll figure it out now there you're going to figure it out okay. <laughs> there is a silent film that week that day but I'm not going to it because I've seen it all right okay so, yes, so t today it's the Crimson Horror, uh, Horror. and no, Horror. we're not going to go in that just because one, one character in the show calls it Aura, and that character's out of, well, it's been misplaced because he, you know, it's, it's uh, up north. Like 
my is that husband north? was like, you can tell this is set up north because your Yorkshire accent came back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but the Everybody bloke who said Crimson Aura is not from Yorkshire. Horror. Crimson Aura. Aura. The Crimson Aura. That's it. You, no, can't, no. you cannot help it. Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, as I say, the bloke who says says Crimson Aura uh, is obviously not from Yorkshire. He's just sort of got into this this production, so they could do that little joke. Not so, the London accent. Yeah. Um, so probably because so they could have one line in the show that the Americans can understand. Anyway, Yorkshire, 19, <laughs> sorry, 1893. Um, Bradford. Very beautifully rendered uh, by partially by, um, you know, uh, special computer stuff. But it's quite nice as a camera pans oh, up through. special effects. Yeah, couldn't it? Anyway, <laughs> so you see this scene uh, at the beginning of the story where this bloke snogs this, this blonde woman and then he sort of goes off into a corridor. Of course, this scene's explained later. At the beginning of this, it's a bit, oh, what's going on here? Because I didn't quite pick up what's going on. He goes off, uh, walks through a door where there's an alarmingly reddy, orangey sort of thing in the window. And then... Um, they, what, a light? Yeah. Dame... Um, <laughs> Dame um, Judy Dench. No, Dame Diana Rigg uh, rocks up and says, oh, I, I, What I, the I, hell? What's that noise? What's that noise? Anyway, so apologises for the death of her husband, or I think essentially that's what she's saying. Uh, and she said, well, He's not dead. He's only just gone through that door, of course, and he comes ah, out. He's getting better. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> and then we meet Mr. Crimson Aura himself. Is that him? I can't remember anyway. Yes. Uh, and even in the subtitles, it says it's the Crimson Horror, not Aura. So <laughs> just saying. Okay. And um, we'll, we'll see about that. We'll see what my <laughs> subtitle yeah, says. Whatever. It says Crimson Horror. <laughs> crimson Aura. Anyway, he, um, I'll, I'll skip through that a little bit. Oh, it says bit. Horror Darn. No, it doesn't say <laughs> Horror Darn. It says Horror. So uh, next, uh, I hope I presume this this mustachioed gentleman's a bit of a sort of a detective or a what the one that keeps police fainting? officer. Yeah, the fainty yeah. bloke. Fainty <laughs> bloke. Yeah. I mean, maybe like he's got him. maybe like me, he's got low blood pressure and occasionally. Oh, you know, it did seem over. like low blood pressure, yeah. didn't it? He did have a. He's not a detective. He's just he's just he's investigating the uh, death of his brother. So he's being a detective temporarily. Then. Yes. Okay. Anyway, he comes to see the very poorly disguised Madame Vastra, who you can quite clearly see is, is a lizardy yeah, woman through they her are. veil. Can't they see through the bloody veil. They see what they want to see. That's what she said in the. Uh, oh, she episode. did, Debbie. That hasn't happened right. for a while, has it? I'm impressed. <laughs> I certainly have to say that Jenny has a certain weird, I can't work it out, sexiness about her. Um, well, the doctor certainly finds out. that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Something <laughs> she's got a, a she's got something radiant she's about it, even though you can't charisma. see in your eyes. She's got charisma. You can't see in your eyes where it is, but she's got it. Uh, and then we Wouldn't see um, some photos of um, that the gentleman who um, went a bit got a bit. Em- <laughs> Shall we say? Got a bit embarrassed because he's uh, looks at he's, embarrassed. he's very embarrassed. Uh, <laughs> he got embarrassed to death. And then, um, of course. Um, Madame Vestra is a sort of uh, is it Vestra or Vastra? I can't remember. Vastra. 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 Handed a note in which she needs to uh, pull a veil up, 
uh, to read. And, of course, uh, the, the first episode of Fainting from our, our moustachioed <laughs> friend occurs. <laughs> but just before then, about. as anyone noted, just before then, he was sat down in a chair. And I know he potentially handed the note over. But where's the chair gone? Because he just falls flat on his back. Somebody pulled the chair away, like one of those pranks they used to do at school. You know, <laughs> you're just going to sit down. Someone will kick you, kick the I, leg of the I, chair I've away. That, and I'm supposed to be the one who's, who nitpicks. Doesn't, no, he stand up give, doesn't he stand up to give her the photo? He does, but where's yeah. the, then he, he, where's the chair gone? He only stood Adam. up to give her the, what? Adam. Ding. <laughs> oh, thank you. Anyway, I was just thinking, right, because at school, they used to do that. There's a couple of things you used to do at school with chairs and yeah, stuff. One was rub your feet on the carpet and then static electrocute exactly, the person yeah. next to you. That was one of my favourites, yeah. The, uh, the other yeah. thing they used to do with the chair was, was um, um, kick, kick it away just as your friend was calling out and then get told exactly. off by the teacher saying, oh, you could break their back by doing that and stuff like that. Um well, was, maybe they're the only thing that was going to get broken is someone's everybody's sides from laughing so much, really. <laughs> and the other thing you could do with the school chairs at Sonic Middle School was you could scrape your fingernails across and make farting noises. I didn't bother. I just did normal farts. Anyway, right. You, you, could take, you could take a house key against some piano strings and sound like the TARDIS. Uh, we didn't have a piano you could fiddle with. Well, because yeah. piano is not a fiddle, is it? It's a piano. I know it's got strings, Debbie, but... <laughs> That note was a photo. What? I anyway. thought it was a photo that he gives him of the. Of the yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, and they don't, anyway they go into a dark room and they develop some pictures and because it was all to do with um, the eye holds the, the Romany, image of the, the Romany legend that if the, you see the last thing, the last thing you see will be on your in your eyes. Yes. Uh, so essentially, they they um, develop these pictures and then of course the Doctor is the the image Crimson within the eyes. Yeah. And then after about five hours, uh, the title sequence rolls in. And <laughs> the highlight of, of these episodes is, of course, Strax. Sweetville's proprietor holds recruitment drives for her little community. I did She's notice, actually, with some of these, these scenes, that um, the makeup of uh, Vastra was a bit ropey. Jenny. If this week and fleshy boy is to represent us. I strongly advise the issuing of scissor grenades, limbo vapor, and yeah, triple like blast brain spitters. Yes, anything. I don't have enough. enough don't have enough stracks in Doctor <laughs> Who these days, do we? Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I just picked up well, that. Well, there's, there's master, master. Yeah, no, it's not the, the horse master. Later. Yes. He says he's already shot three of them. <laughs> there are rumours that uh, since. Uh, We've, we've got the new production team that there will be several spinoffs, not only a probable a unit spinoff, but the Paternoster oh, games nice may yeah, finally yeah. get their get their show. That's guaranteed to make Tom watch an episode of the Paternoster. Don't family. see the need for spinoffs. Big, big finish. Don't see the need, apart from maybe bringing back John Barrowman uh, for a Torchwood spinoff would be quite good. Yeah, so. <laughs> anyway, so wasn't uh, Torchwood a spinoff though? Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. A torture <laughs> spin-off being tortured. You know, shut up. Anyway, so, <laughs> meanwhile, they're in a courtroom and um, Dame Diana Rigg is uh, sort of asking for volunteers uh, to join her little weirdo gang. And then we meet her, her oh. blind daughter, who... Um, Played by her real-life daughter, Rachel yes. Sterling. I didn't know that. Hopefully she didn't blind her real-life daughter. I, I yeah. Did, I, I didn't know that. Really? 
Yeah, that's her real life daughter, Rachel Sterling. Yeah, you've said that once. You don't get an extra point that. for saying it twice, Deb. I was um, just saying it for Robert. No, he did hear that. I or, know he, that. or he could have listened to the podcast back and got it then anyway. So point yeah, deduction. Yeah, that certainly brought it. Actually, Robert, you can't listen to the podcast 10 years ago. Why? It's not on the server. Yes, yeah, so Kirby <gasps> expects me to drop Unless... everything to find a, a, um, an episode from God knows yes, when and try and upload you have it. To. <laughs> Last time he did that, the episode was online. Um, it just for some reason wasn't connecting to the play button. Anyway, so anyway, so we meet uh, Dame Diana Riggs, actual daughter, uh, while they're roping. Of course, Jenny decides to sort of volunteer to try and infiltrate this strange society of whatnots, and. Um, that's what she does. That girl in the queue who we probably won't get in because of her teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah. which didn't look looked like someone painted them with a black marker pen, didn't they, to be fair? No, or she'd had some of that stuff that you have to put yeah. on your teeth to show where you're not brushing them. Uh, oh, Ooh, I hate that stuff. I hated that stuff. They make it tropical fruit flavour now. It's horrible. Yeah. Oh, did you just drop an H? No. I, I do quite frequently. <laughs> well, at least it's not dropping T's like um, Americans. T- well, Americans change T's I, to I G's, don't very, they? I speak very, very received pronunciation until I slip into estuary or Yorkshire. <laughs> yeah, but Americans drop T's and turn them into G's. And and people from London, or certain parts of London and, and Essex, drop T's altogether. Um What's wrong with a nice tea? I do like it, especially Yorkshire tea. It's particularly nice. Anyway. Yorkshire tea's the best tea. Anyway, so back to the episode where um, this um, daughter of Diana Rigg is feeding some monster for a little crack at the A lovely the monster. And she has a particular liking to a monster. I think the point is that this particular monster, unlike all the other monsters, hasn't died because of this uh, mm. this uh, making embarrassed process, which seems to be um, providing for people. I'm never going to be able to watch it the same again. Yeah, me too. And, and then our friendly <laughs> moustachioed gentleman turns up back at the the, the uh, house and is met by Strax, and then has a good view of the sky from the. Uh, pavement <laughs> i love strax with the fan <laughs> uh, what i do love hang on where's my phone hang on i've got to do this the subtitles and this made me chuckle um hang on it's doing there he goes down right i'm going to take i get my phone out and take a picture of the subtitle for the bit where uh, he, he decides yes. he wants to have a look at the the, uh, the sky. The sky. And I'm then going to post it on the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast Facebook group, which you can join, you can join. if I can find it. Uh, there it is. Oh, can you just tell me what it says? Because I'm not going to tell you what it says, because you just like Kirby. You say you're not, but you are. You're so impatient. And I'm going to done it and uh, post it. I am right. not just like Kirby. You bloody well are. And <laughs> there it goes. It's now on the uh, Facebook group. Uh, I just love the su- the subtitle for the. the yes, I now, do too. I saw the subtitle go by, so I know it? exactly what you posted. Anyway, back well, to the. Watch st- it with subtitles. I listen. Well, I've got. I can't I listen can't to it while I'm doing this. Actually, it's quite you, handy with the subtitles. The subtitle that you posted isn't quite what I expected. So what were you expecting? They are not I, like him. <laughs> I was expecting uh, it. Strax says it asked permission to enter, and then it fell over. What are we to make of it? Actually, no, the subtitle he that. posted was Thud. Yeah. <laughs> it's in brackets, Thud. 
Meanwhile, Sweetville is, of course, the place that Diana Rigg is setting up for, for the Society of Embarrassed People. And um, lots of people are queuing there, including Jenny. Uh, like I say, this is where we meet... Uh, sorry, Hiccup. This is where we meet uh, the, the lady with the... Um, sort of hey. teeth that look absolutely great, but just someone's painted them, painted them in the middle. I don't know. In the middle, yeah. But she bribes her into doing a little little fainty act. Swoon. Thing. Yeah, a swoon. Guinea for it. Yeah. Master. Which she does a particularly Master. good job of, to be fair. Yes. Uh, I just ran my uh, DVD back, and instead of saying thud the way yours does, mine says thudding. Thud oh, is yeah, the correct know. vernacular. Right then, anyway. So, so it's interesting, it's different. Adam's is better. English subtitles compared to American These subtitles. These are BBC yeah, subtitles. Yeah. They're proper BBC ones. Anyway, so, so she swings. You can get the different options. You can get American English or English. And it's like, mm. uh, what do I choose? Anyway, so um, what, with our lady fainting, swooning, whatever you want to call it, it uh, allows Jenny to sneak into this sort of back room where Gramophones. there's lots the of massive megaphones. That's never explained. What, the massive megaphones? Yeah. Okay. I do like. Do you know what I like about this episode? One of the things I like about it. One thing that just springs to mind at this moment is the steampunk esque yes. elements of it. I think yeah, it's yeah. beautifully steampunk, uh, and they've done it so well. It's not over the top steampunk. It's just the right sort of ingredient of steampunk, and that sort of meg- megaphone thing is clearly a steampunk thingy. Yeah, my interpretation yes. is that the, they're making it sound like there's a factory in there when there isn't. Yes, yeah. that very ah. Kirby. Kirby, this is one of those moments you will want to cherish. Well done. Yeah, I'm highly impressed with that. I haven't actually picked up on that one. No, you know you can't have another one. Anyway, so um, nice. Of course. Anyway, so this um, this stuff, this stuff that um, you know, this red stuff that makes them embarrassed, um, is um, uh, sort of like a venom. Um, but we don't find out immediately what the venom's from. Oh, and we don't find out actually why. Well, Kirby, tell me, what's the point in why do they kill these men and whatnot and women or with this venom? It's food, isn't rate? it? Why, why do they do this? No, they're trying to preserve the best of people for when the venom kills everybody. They're going to start a new race of perfect people. So it's are like they just testing it out on people? Then what? People leaders. Yeah. Anyway, um, Jenny makes her way to the door with the red sort of light in it glow. the red glow the what the red glow the red glow yeah and um finds that the, the door where the the monster gets fed and there's a bit of banging going on didn't know he had it in his and anyway she goes in eventually and it's the, the doctor <laughs> it's the doctor who seems to be like he's got some um, lockjaw or something like that he's like oh, oh, i can't speak or anything like that and um it eases up the further they walk through the building together yeah he's, he's a bit yeah, stiff isn't he master one of the things i really like about this episode is uh they it's very entertaining and we don't see the doctor until 13 minutes into the episode That's because we have the um or, or clara for that matter debbie melrose don't see her either uh, yeah i wasn't going to say anything <laughs> just yet paternostra um anyway so so the doctor's out and he, he sort of mimes to be put in this this machiney thing, 
And, of course, this machiney thing, which um, doesn't get used again, um, restores him and his clothes back to normal. Fantastic. Yeah, it's never explained, and it doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother I me like either. the fact that he, he, the glow changes because he puts he uses the um, the sonic screwdriver. I love the noise you get of the sonic screwdriver happening in there. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I haven't got a problem with his clothes or himself being restored. It's what the machine's there for. I don't understand why it's there, but it is there. Anyway, <laughs> then we have a little backstory. This is a science fiction fantasy TV show. Yeah, whatever. Then we have a little backstory which is made to look like it's on sort of old film. Um, I like him dip kissing Jenny and getting smacked around yeah, the face. Yeah, I like that too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, typical doctor inappropriateness, and uh, but uh, some people won't because he's kissing somebody. The doctor's really a, a Doctor Who fan's not allowed to kiss anybody, but I don't care. It's really good. And then we have a little backstory of um, embarrassed women lying down dead in mortuaries, <laughs> and Doctor wearing this rather cool bowler hat, and. Um, uh, Clara like looking into the eye of the dead person uh, and seeing the image of the, what the last person she saw was. Um, yeah, and then it just basically flips through the bits we missed while we were enjoying 20 minutes without the Doctor or Clara in it. Uh, again, <laughs> this little sequence is actually done really, really well. And, uh, all dip, and dip. I will say, <laughs> but, you know. I will say, apart from being hot, uh, Jenna Coleman is particularly good when she goes like obviously she's northern and she goes over the top northern for this for certain parts of of the scene where they when they meet Diana Rick um which is really really fab and she she radiates in this episode and I do love also the fact that the 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 sort of link that the Paternostra people are sort of with the the Clara they knew and and the doctor sort of can't explain at the moment like what's going on, you know. Every time Clara t- Clara's mentioned or turns up, and they will look at him like they're incredibly worried about. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there's also a shot of the, the sort of factory type area with lots of uh, people in sort of white overalls are just about to be dipped all together in this whatever it is. Master, Master, <laughs> there, there, there is there is a, a. I don't understand why they are so puzzled because uh, about the mention of Clara saying that she's dead because he is a time traveler. Yeah. He could have, it just could be a different time in the timeline. Yeah, yeah but, but I would have thought that they would think that the doctor's going to do something like that would be wrong. Sorry, Debbie, I'll talk, talk right over there, but fortunately I have the master <laughs> control. Just so. Um, <laughs> so they get dipped in this red stuff. Uh <laughs> Uh, the, I will say from that scene whether you see them getting dipped from above, it doesn't look like the, the tub like is big enough. They all like Johns and things like that. Yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah, um, um, Dame Diana Rigg's daughter is a bit worried because. Uh, oh yeah, they. they uh, and then they get the doctor, and the, the, the doctor is becomes is slightly pervy. Not the doctor, the, um, Diana Rigg's daughter, a little bit pervy towards the doctor. Um, and doctor does look really? a little bit freaked out by the, by the whole thing. She's just got a friend, someone know, who's damaged bit, like her. It's a bit pervy because she's going up to his face. I know she's blind and whatnot, but she's like touching his mouth and he's getting, she's getting very close to his face. Very creepy. <laughs> and uh, eventually, uh, oh yeah, then the, we see the scene that we more or less started the episode with where the, the gentleman sort of says goodbye to his wife goes into the room and then he's dead because uh, he's gone into the room and he, he's he sees the doctor, he's been yeah, dipped yeah. and he sees the doctor and dies and that's why we see that the image of the doctor uh, in his eye um aye, and also aye. yes aye, aye. 
Um, oh, just moving on a bit, because uh, at the moment, <laughs> the Doctor's companion is Jenny. Uh, and, of course, then we get to that scene that Debbie loves so much, so I'm going to play a little bit of it. With no sign of Sweetville, do you have any final words before your summary execution? The usual story. <laughs> Fourth one this week, and I'm not even hungry. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and then I Tom Tom turns when, up. Ma- Master, yes? when this first came out, even then, uh, the whole uh, sat-nav was changing to yeah. the point where uh, Tom Tom yeah. was not really the prevalent brand anymore. No, no. And not, I don't think you need them anymore because uh, they're readily available on mobile devices. Um, Correct. Sat navs. I wonder if somebody's going out of business. We'll see. No. Mm. Not even hungry. <laughs> but it's, it's all right for the time. Yes, Tom Tom um, um, very amusingly becomes um, Strax's little sidekick for a bit while the Doctor has yeah. Jenny. And uh, of course, Clara's disappeared at this point. I think that he's, she's, he's now sort of. That's because he says he's trying to find Clara. And well, they were, but Clara's dead. But I also like the fact that obviously the last time they saw Clara, she was dressed, or well, a version of Clara was dressed in these Victorian clothes, and now they've got a different Clara dressed in the Victorian clothes. I can understand their confusion. Anyway, mm. uh, so uh, they should know that they're in a science fiction fantasy TV show. Yes, um, Diary's daughter's absolutely heartbroken because her little monster friend has disappeared, and um, but it's sort of passed off as nothing by Diana Rigg and um, the Doctor and Jenny are still poking around the factory. I'm going to stop there because there's another funny scene coming up. Um, yes. Because stuff coming through on the live feed. Lillian Robin says I call it Crimson Aura 2. Terry Miles that note was a photo. Yes, it was. We, we established this. Yeah. Thanks, anyway. <laughs> and then the megaphones <laughs> are to make the, it sound like a factory making matches. Oh, yeah, I forgot about fat. I forgot about it being a ma- match factory. Yeah, I didn't realise it was a match factory. <laughs> Sorry. So, all right, Terry. Are you about to play the scene where Strax turns up? Because I've got the script here, and no. it says, Enter Strax in his Sontaran armour, firing no. his honking big gun. Is no. the line. Not, no, not Honking good. big gun no. is in the, in the script. No, this is the scene I'm going to play. Well, I'm no. just telling you that that's what I've got written here. Red attack of the supermodels. That bit. Did you hear yeah. it? Attack oh. of the suit. I'll do it again. Attack of the supermodels. This bit. Oh, great, great attack of the supermodels. So he gets the sonic screwdriver out, and then Jenny says, "Nope, I'll deal with this." And, this one's um, on me. <laughs> she deals with all the men, and then we're left with all the women. Then they decide to run after that point, uh, and then of course I get rescued by Strax in full Sontar and uh, uniform uh, with his Firing big gun. Hunting, big uh, with yeah. the, uh, I, I, I like. Yeah. What I like is that uh, Jenny basically does a Mrs. Peel. Ah, yes, she does. Oh, God. I'll have to try and make this half a day. And you dressed in black leather, too. Mm-hmm. The doctor's so eyes definitely pop a minute there. Yeah, I accidentally <laughs> had the volume up on that next bit. Well, it probably um, reminds me a bit of River, to be honest. <laughs> so they find Clara, who's like she's a bit drunk, to be fair. Um, and, of course, they're still a bit, a little bit freaked out. 
by the fact that she's there. But yes, the doctor essentially could have got gone and found her before she died and brought her there. But that's not the sort of thing the doctor does, to be fair. And they carry on with their digging around, and I just move forward and move forward. Uh, and there's a rocket. Oh, yeah. First of all, there's a great big bottle of this venom stuff, uh, and the tower with a rocket in it. And um, I do love the, well, the yeah. So Diana Riggs got a great big organ. Ooh, fanar, fanar. And um, <laughs> she That's she pl- touches the keys a little bit, and the organ rotates. And then she's got some sort of steampunk rocket yeah, control stuff yeah, really it. cool and um so she's setting up this this rocket for for launch uh, and then um the doctor sees the her his old friend daughter of diana rig and then uh, introduces she still him monster way yeah and uh we move forward a bit a bit more and i'm just still moving forward a little bit more yeah, what have we got here? Oh, it's still that. T- oh, yeah. Cause I don't, what's her plan with this? She's got this great big bottle of venom. She's going to spray it across the whole world or something like that. Yeah, um, and yeah. all the perfect people that she's kept are going to populate the earth. Oh, uh, okay. As uh, one does. What? As one does. She's a she's a she's a Doctor <laughs> well, Who villain. Luck with what that, do you expect? Kirby. <laughs> um, anyway, so Mister Sweet is the name of her sort of. Um, I mean, Star Trek, these sort of parasites live indoors. They live indoors, indoors, inside the people. And this one, she's sort of, it's rather perversely sort of attached to her chest. Um, And, um, yeah, so I'm just moving forward a little bit further, a little bit further. The Doctor tells her off a little bit, but she's not really interested. Uh, The rocket, I think, takes off. And, um, no, of course, it isn't. Oh, is it Ada, the, the 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 woman who is blind, daughter of Diana? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so she, the doctor. Uh, sorry, Diana Rig is telling the doctor about her evil plan, and then um, the the daughter overhears some of it. And, well, no, um, her daughter hears basically how she denounces her. Yes. Yeah. And she doesn't take particularly kindly to this, but. Um, Mummy tries to say sorry by drawing a gun and pointing it at her head. Um, he never apologises. Yeah. And then, the um, that's right, um, Clara gets a chair and, and hits something with it, some machine with it, um, with the chair, which initially doesn't impress the Doctor. Then the Doctor realises actually the chair works. Chairs are useful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and the, the Doctor gets dragged away. So they end up chasing... Um, the mother and daughter to this tower thing and climbing up a staircase and um then the daughter gets pushed down the stairs a little bit and then she starts firing this gun off missing uh, everybody thankfully i suppose uh, and then she pulls this switch and off goes the rocket and i nobody can stop me now that's what she could have said but she didn't <laughs> and um and then strax appears at the top of the uh um, chimney thing with Jig and he shoots uh, and then she falls down yeah. with a bit of a splat uh, at the Ouch. bottom of the thing and yeah she's still alive at this point but the, the Mr. Sweet um, crawls away and yeah and then um, yeah so the, the daughter comes down and I think she basically um, attempts to sort of 
for an apology, but I think it gets Roberta. I'm going to turn this bit up. Yeah, she says, forgive me, and, and, and Ada goes, says, no. Yeah, that's my girl. That was good, that bit. I like that. Yes, it was. And then I also love the scene, the weird-looking um, creatures sort of crawling away, and the Doctor says, oh, I'll have to take him um, back in time, and then she just squashes it with a walking yes, stick. Yeah. On the other hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's essentially they say their goodbyes and uh, she seems a bit more settled um, that after, you know, after all this has settled down a bit and the doctor and um, Clara sort of disappear she says her goodbyes to the doctor and, gets, and she gets a kiss on the cheek Another moment. she seems a bit like a more settled person I must admit that they still got this great big bottle of venom um, the, the passenger yeah, people just, um, which rather box. looks like um, <laughs> that they're just about to hand it to Pennywise and swip it up, swip it up the other way because it does look a little bit like a big red balloon but upside down <laughs> and, uh, off they go um and now, yeah, there is one last appearance from our, from our mustachioed friend yes, who, who looks at the guys. crowd. Thursday. Oh, yeah, because uh, was it the the, the, the blind woman? Yeah. Oh, the TARDIS goes. And she, <laughs> he's very, very sensitive. <laughs> and then Clara oh, arrives God. back at home with the irritating children, which I suppose... We'll get more of the irritating point. children next time. Yeah, and yeah, um, she ma- manages to let it slip because they've been searching the internet and finding pictures of her in all sorts of yeah. different... Uh, we have to tell Dad our yeah. nanny's a time yeah, trap. No, that's really childish, isn't it? How childish is that? Um, and then, of course, the one she can't explain is the, the one of her in the Victorian garb that's not northern, you know, the one in the Christmas special one. She couldn't explain that one. Um, but, yeah, I did. It's not their fault. These, the, And I think they're proper good actors, but it's just it was a bit irritating. Here's the example. Dad, our nanny's a time traveller. Oh, I was nearly. I, I nearly got that bit right tonight. Okay. Oh, we'll have to tell Dad that our nanny's a time traveller. Yeah. That sort of malarkey never worked with me as a nanny. I can tell you. What? <laughs> anyway, it was a bit irritating. By, by the way, who who took the the picture on the sub and who took the picture? Uh, in a high. I mean, yeah, so you really needed you that. needed to One see those scenes, the did you? On the sub, but. Right. Who took the picture of the One of the, the production crew, I expect, Kirby. And do you really say, do we need to see somebody in those episodes taking those pictures? No. Yes. 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 No. Yes. No. Because it keeps people right. like us awake at night. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. True. All right, Crimson Aura then. Kirby. Crimson Aura. Uh, yeah, it was um, just a really good, fun episode, Crimson to be Aura. fair. You know, I was, I was watching it through and I was like, oh, you know, sort of getting that you know, weird thing feeling you get when you're watching proper Doctor Who. Um, that sort of, oh, this is why I like Doctor Who. Um, yes. That, that was, it was just, it was good, typical old-fashioned Doctor Who villain uh, for no reason whatsoever, just they're a villain and they just want to be villainous. Um, a crappy little monster, um, which... Yeah, that kind of... Yeah. Mate dropped it down a, a yeah. notch for me when we saw Mr. Sweet. <laughs> the steampunk of the Doctor Who TV movie um, was there all the way through this. Absolutely wonderful. Um, a little bit of uh, scene eating as well from certain actors within the production. And uh, uh, Dame Diana Rigg. I mean, what more could you ask for in a Doctor Who episode? This was fab. What do you think of it then, uh, Robert? Oh, it would be different. No, it was okay, but yeah, and I did like you know 
Strax and his he was so humorous. Uh, I do like that, and I do quite like the Paidmaster Gang uh, um, as a team. I can see so, the butt coming. It was okay, but yeah, I, I, there's nothing to write home about really. <laughs> Which actually bit, for you um, means it's quite a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, uh, yes, Robert's go. become uh, almost become our den lately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well, there you go. Is that it? Oh, okay. Then. Yeah. Uh, Debbie. Yes, I love this one. Absolutely love this one. This was proper. I mean, Mark Gatiss is obviously a big hero of mine anyway, but because of his writing more than anything, it's just it was just such fun episode of Doctor Who. And I just, yeah, the Pattern Oyster Gang just steal every scene they're in. And uh, mm. Diana Rigg, just phenomenal. I just adore her. Always have. Been been fan of her since I first saw her as Mrs. Peel. And mm. um, uh, Rachel Sterling, I first saw her in Tipping the Velvet, and she was amazing in that. And to have them both uh, acting together uh, was just sublime, just, just being the absolutely horrendous things that Ada says to her mum when, when no, she's that, been helped that for me the... Debbie no I didn't <laughs> you know, know that like, I, was, I enjoyed the scene Debbie Debbie Debbie, Debbie I enjoyed the scenes of them two together anyway but not knowing that they were mother and daughter I probably did last time we did the episode but that now that has enhanced those scenes for me yeah because yeah, she's there calling her like I can't remember all these weird wonderful insults as her mum's holding the gun to her head and mm. it's like yeah. I just wonder if afterwards they're like sorry mum <laughs> she must be so grateful she was given the opportunity opportunity to do that that episode with her mum. Exactly. I yeah, love I the use of the music throughout, but actually the moment the music failed was when we switched we had to sort of cram in Clara's theme. Oh, and it sense. just sort of it's like all stop right. on the on music that had been helping the episode flow. Jenna Coleman, like, Jenna Coleman, if you're listening, this is for you. It, it just, the pace just went and then it had to pick up again and it was like a stop. We've got to shoehorn Clara into this episode quick. <laughs> it did feel like that. But, um, just, it, I really enjoyed it. The costumes, the sets, straps, obviously. And, and yeah, I, I can't fault this as a Doctor Who episode. It was so much fun and I haven't had that much fun watching Doctor Who for a long time. So yeah, this was, this was definite tonic. Thank you. And uh, Clara Oswald, uh, uh, if you're listening, this is for you. You've done that <laughs> twice now. I know, one for Clara, one for uh, Jenna. I think she's infatuated. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Kirby, what do you do again? Think. <laughs> Absolutely one of my all-time favourite 11th Doctor stories. Hey, hey. Uh, wow. It's, it is practically my, one of the favourites of this entire uh, series. I mean, it's it's just great, and uh, there's not much more I can say other that people haven't already said. And I didn't notice the the thing about the music changing uh, because I just didn't enjoy it so much. And and it's too bad this great episode is uh, between two absolute horrible episodes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and my comment since I wasn't here last week uh, about during the Sarah the TARDIS garbage is there what? fair enough Okay. Journey of the Center of the TARDIS, which you talked oh, no, about no. last week. Well, yes, we unfortunately, because we've already done the review on that particular story, um, uh, by default, you're wrong. Um, all right, 
Uh, oh, something came up on my... I've got a message come through and I close it down. Better make sure it's not important. No, it's Robert. Right. Okay. What? So, it means, Kirby, that we can move on to your favourite part of the no, show. Important, the bit not that... important. I, I was being facetious, Debbie. Mm-hmm. Facetious <laughs> is spelled F... Anyway, let's move on. Um, right. Okay, let's see. Uh, well, let me make sure I've got everything. Uh, Ian Kirk, I will not read. Three more comments. Someone's typing a comment very quickly. Well, you know who that is. Uh, so they may come through while I'm doing this. Okay. Well, you know uh, who the comment's posted, coming from. I posted a, a thing showing where this, where Clara's costume has been recycled from other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil James, the Crimson Aura. Crimson Aura, brilliant title, decent episode. Diana Rigg was such a class act. Three stars out of five. Uh, Terry Miles, That's well, it has to said it was all right. And someone is typing a comment. Yeah, I think we can guess who that someone might be. Someone is typing be. as we speak? Not yes. Me. Goodness. Are you trying to say so, it's not so you, I, I will interrupt once once uh, it comes through. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yes, nothing I will. Like, nothing like putting it right down to the wire, eh, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Are we it. there? Oh, is that, was that a deliberate pause? Uh, that was yeah. it? No. That, that, that's all that's on there. Okay, well, I can't really complain, can I? Because um, obviously we haven't had a lot of podcasts out recently. Even some, someone just, like normal, someone just yeah. Robert Haynes, just uh, is doing thumbs-ups on all of the <laughs> What's wrong with that? What a surprise! Is that all it is? <laughs> no, someone is still typing a comment. No, that's Robert. Come on, hurry up, mate. I'm not typing a comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even see the... Where's that typing it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not typing a comment, honestly. Probably Adam. It's probably Adam. Yeah, of course I've got time to do that, haven't I? No, I haven't got anything to run in the background, like doing sending feedback to people or anything. Oh, of course, I've definitely got time to do that, haven't I? God's sake. <laughs> Uh, right, where did I get up to? Uh, right, just because um, um, Kirby didn't do his job properly, and that was a really short feedback from the, the um, thingies. <laughs> we haven't had a whole lot of yeah, feedback. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right. Blame the listeners. Yes, yes I will. Yeah. It wasn't a very good season. That's right, and and um, nothing from a certain... Hang on, let's make sure he hasn't written anything earlier. A certain dressing gown wearer. Um, <laughs> no, no. Oh, I was a bit disappointed because we had a lovely bit of feedback, including a certain Zach in the last episode, and he's oh, gone from charming yeah. bit of feedback to absolutely bugger all. Which means I have to move on what? to. What do you mean, what? Which means we have to move on to the what? next. Oh, Deb, I sent you something through, didn't I? Sorry. Yes, you have. Would you like me to read it? Yeah, you might as well do. I fill a gap, won't it? <laughs> OK. Ah, 1893, Victorian Yorkshire. E by Gormit's Grimm up north. Must be a Mark Gatiss script. Ah, the well-known old octogram, octogram trick. It's been used ever since Victorian times. That Victorian gent faints way too easily. <laughs> He's got a problem, isn't he? He does have a bit of the papers, doesn't he? Yeah. It was excellent to see Dame Diana Rigg alongside her real daughter. Mrs Gillyflower must be a baddie if she's against people drinking. A match factory where they make a lot of noise rather than an end product. Love the line, hang on, I've got a sonic screwdriver. Yeah, I've got a chair. <laughs> Who could the gobby Australian be? Poor Tegan Jamanka. 
Oh God, no! I'd forgotten the Thomas Thomas joke was in this one. When I, it was written I hadn't. By I was. Gates. I was waiting for it. I hadn't forgot. I thought that though it was in the Christmas special. Sorry, <laughs> Will the Doctor ever stop kissing the females? They all get the wrong oh. idea. Oh, yeah. Why is it the people under the glass domes were not crimson? Because they survived the process. That's why. Yeah. Exactly. Only Doctor Who can people stand beside a rocket as it launches and not get burnt to a crisp. I See, did yeah. sort of in, think of that, but I thought, oh, what the hell? It's a science fiction fantasy. Forest the Animal in Men show. in Black 3, and that was a science fiction fantasy film show. <laughs> Next up, Cybermen and Children. Surely nothing could go wrong. Linda and Terry. Right. Thank you, Linda and Terry. Yes, indeed. Well, I'll tell you what. Now, because of my, my expertise in the filling department by getting Debbie to expertise. do that bit of... Uh, <laughs> that bit of feedback um it meant that knowing full well the next bit of feedback was recorded far too quietly uh enabled me to open up adobe audition import the said yeah. feedback boost the volume and here we go you kind of bare left for a quarter of a mile Darn, and you'll reach your destination Hello, oh, 20 megabyte podcasters. Well, sorry, sorry. I, I, I boosted it a bit too much. I, I do apologise. This is live podcasting, everybody. Fine. We do do this live on Facebook. Let's try that again. I've got this little bit of feedback that won't be edited, by the way. Bear left for a quarter of a mile, and you will have reached your destination. Hello, 20 megabyte podcasters. It's Mr. M here with some feedback. Unfortunately, I missed last week's episode. I was away and not I good enough. um but you know journey to the center of the tardis is yeah. slightly below par for doctor who one of Martin's <laughs> feeble excuses what? it works well if, if you took the basic plot and extrapolated it onto any spaceship other than the tardis it would be quite <laughs> a good episode of doctor who but uh, it doesn't really get past the letdown of the promise of exploring the best spaceship in the universe so i'm probably going to give it about a six out of ten that's not bad so nope. zero we not. gave it zero is nonsense kirby the crimson aura by mark gattis this is great fun this is really 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 good fun doctor who and if you don't like fun silly doctor who then this episode is probably not for you, but I do like fun, silly Doctor Who, so I'm very, very happy. This episode feels like it's a backdoor pilot for a Paternoster Gang spin-off, which never emerged, at least on TV anyway. Really nice to give Jenny some more stuff to do. Vastra's great. Strax is... Uh, you know, he's there for the, for the great comedy beats, and it's actually not as overused as I thought he was, my memory cheated a bit. Um, yeah, there's just the right amount of him in this episode. Diana Rigg is extraordinarily good as a scenery-chewing, hand-wringing villain. And I really love Mr. Sweet, the tiny little parasite that's feeding off of her. Nice little monster design. Um, the Doctor is shunted into the background, um, but still get some good moments when he finally arrives in the story i love when you flash back to see you know what the dog how the doctor got into this situation and you get this kind of sepia tone sort of colored um almost like a kind of silent movie-esque footage um that's just a nice little touch although the reference to um tegan is a bit 
odd. Didn't no, we? it's not. Know where that came from? Um, Doctor Who. But yeah, a big <laughs> evil complex in Yorkshire with a, with a nice big rocket shooting up into space. I mean, they should all have died when that rocket took off. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. Jenna Coleman is hot. Yes. And it's a shame that the idea of her learning about the Victorian era Clara. First, well, first of all, she does learn about it because she sees that picture on Artie and Angie's computer at the end of the episode, and then that's just, it's never followed up on. They never, it never goes anywhere. She just kind of goes, "Hey, that's not me," and then doesn't care that there's a picture of someone who looks just like her. Very odd. Um, but there's a lot about Artie and Angie that is very odd. But I really enjoy this episode, full of the usual Mark Gatiss quirks. Um, any Victorian era story in Doctor Who is generally pretty good, and any episode that's written by him is generally pretty good. Put the two together, and it's yeah, a really, really great story. I love it. It's fun. It's silly. I would probably give this, if I'm in a particularly good mood, which I am today, <laughs> I'd probably give this a nine. Whoa! Hey! Next week, however, <laughs> even if I was in a good mood, hoo, 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 I would struggle to find any word to describe this story. Man. Yes. Nightmare. <laughs> see you then. Yeah, okay, well, I'll wait and see what Except happens. we're not well. doing it Thank you. Uh, no, we're not. No. Thank you, Mr. M. Right, I can quit it. audition now. I'll do that. Save a bit of memory, won't it? Um, yeah, no, uh, I thought I was going to say about that now. You know, when he was talking okay. about, you know, this, this gem, Gemma, sorry, Jenna thing uh, that through time and stuff like that, it just made me, reminded me of a, 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 there was a conspiracy thing that somebody put together on the internet, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, of um, old photos of people that look exactly like Vladimir Putin and trying <laughs> to make out that oh he, he has been around different, various parts of, of time and space. Um, in the same format, trying to imply he was some sort of weird time traveller or alien. But that, that just reminded me of the Clara situation. I thought I'd better bring That's it up, because otherwise I might, have to, I might forget it. Uh, oh, yes, we've got more feedback, haven't we? It's unusual for me to say those words. We've Let me double-check and feedback. see if anyone has... Well. Nope, still someone is typing a comment. Still? Somebody's probably sat on me. their phone. Um, it's right. not me! I had a thing up ready to play and it's disappeared now. I might Refresh your page, to... Kirby. I might have... oh, I just oh, no, did. I might have just opened no, the spam wait. folder. Oh, God, hang on. And? Uh, uh, hey, Nothing you're talking to me or Kirby? Right, I'm trying to find me... Ah, there we are, all mail. There we go. And, I can... and it's turned up. So I can now do this. <laughs> Hello, Twenty Big Mac Podcast. This is Ian Kirk. Hello, Ian. Yay, Captain Kirk. The Crimson Horror by Mark Gatiss. Horror. Horror comedy with the Paternoster Gang, who never got a spin-off series. Except on Big. Diana Rigg is from Yorkshire. Rachel Sterling, who plays her daughter, is her real-life daughter. Oh, is she? Diana Rigg was famous for playing Mrs. Peel. In the British TV show The Avengers, indeed, her Hooray! character investigated strange happenings and wore a very nice wore a suit. black leather outfit mm. and did judo as Jenny does here. 
Excellent. There's a cliche of Victorian women fainting with shock. Ah. But here it is a man. That's why. <laughs> Thomas Thomas giving directions is a reference to a sat-nav device called TomTom. Some it? people would rather be <laughs> dead than red, but you can be both. Mr. Sweet takes the plot with a pinch of salt. <laughs> the plot of a missile wiping out humanity, except for a few perfect specimens who will repopulate the Earth, is from the James Bond film Moonraker. In the yep. film, the rocket exhaust was intended to incinerate yeah. the heroes, but does not seem to bother them here. Nitpicking. They sing the hymn Jerusalem 20 years before it was written. Because of the pictures of a similar young woman from different times is a bit of a stretch, but this is a fantasy TV science fiction program. Wrong. Yesterday I saw The Exorcist Believer. I did not think much of it as I do not find horror believable. There is no Paternoster gang in it. <laughs> Bye for now. Yeah, yeah well, thank you very much. That's Ian, Captain. everybody. Oh, you're on form today, wasn't it, everybody? That was brilliant. Yes. <laughs> and I, I had forgotten about the... Uh, about What was that? I forgot. That, the Jerusalem thing. I remember... Ten years ago, bringing that up about Jerusalem. Well, what a surprise! But, you, you put, but it up, unfortunately, yeah. I couldn't uh, remind myself of it because I couldn't listen. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Well, he, he did reference this as Ian, by the way. He did reference about the the, the sort sort of myth that uh, Victorian women were uh, fainted easily. Well, um, I somehow That's feel that they, they were used to seeing some nasty stuff. It was the Victorian ages. And reading um, the Peep stories at the moment, um, they, he generally talks about um, just ambling along to um, the Tower of London and, and seeing people being hung, drawn and quartered for, for um, killing uh, King Charles I and stuff like that. I think people back then had seen more things like public executions and whatnot. Oh, I don't thanks. think uh, that the women were likely to faint at things like that, to be fair. But there you go. Yes, sorry, Cubby. Hello? Uh, there's, there's, there's no more... Uh, they stopped typing and there's nothing on there. Oh, who was that then? Was it you then, Debbie? Cubby's imagination, probably. No, it was Debbie, I reckon. Oh, well, this is interesting. I went to find out what, what happened to the company TomTom. Tom. And, oh, and although you obviously can't buy a TomTom device anymore, right. they're the main provider of map data to that inferior company called Apple. Yeah. The fact that you <laughs> mentioned it like that, Kirby, means you actually really do think the opposite. Um, <laughs> say. I have two uh, Mac computers at uh, a combined I age know. of 20. Uh, oh, they're both still working, plus me... Um, MacBook Air, so 23 years plus Isabella's MacBook Air. So combined years of uh, uh, Apple Macintosh-type computers within our house is about 25 years. Yeah, but so you, there you, you spent go. so much money. I... Well, not very often, because when you buy one, it lasts for years. 
Yeah, I'm still using my um, my MacBook Air from about 15, 14 years ago. Oh, as well as using my MacBook Air as her MacBook Air, and that, that computer's about five, six okay, years old. Okay, rub it in, guys. And the Mac <laughs> that I'm currently exactly. doing the show on... They, this... they don't seem to understand that some of us don't, aren't made of money. Well, it would well, make sense, Kirby, to invest. Invest in a Mac, then you won't be having to invest in a computer for several years, and you can spend that money on something else. However, this Mac here, the other one I do the show on and everything else, I feel that um, it, it's about time I replaced it with a newer model. But this is 20... What time of year did we get this one? Quite old, 2015, I think, 2016. Well, I was definitely on the podcast when you bought this one. Was I? And were oh. you, sorry? It's yeah, just that I, I just feel maybe, you know, um, that... Uh, I remember uh, going around and making appreciative noises when you showed me it. A faster machine would be... <laughs> a faster machine would be would aid my um, ability to edit videos faster, but um, it's still pretty good in what it can do. Um so, and there's enough of the appreciation of Apple society, but they are bloody good. Um, <laughs> Doctor Who news. Right. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, there isn't much. But they, all they talk about is the Lucy Wilson mysteries and competition. Um, Candy Jar Books has announced that a simultaneous release of the next two installments of the Lucy Wilson series available for pre-order exclusively from Candy Jar website. So there you go. That's some books. Um, I'm not entirely sure what uh, the Lucy Wilson stories are, but I presume there's some sort of Doctor Who connection. No, there, there is. Uh, I think it's like I can't remember. It's got something to do with Brigadier, though. Brigadier. Is it a unit one? Oh, I don't know. They do. They do Everybody. unit and um, what's names uh, Brigadier as well as like Downtime. They did a sequel to Downtime. Other one. Which Brigadier are you talking about? Lethbridge Stewart. Brigadier Lethbridge Stewart. Mm, okay. They may have done Bambera as well. I don't know. Yeah, so. I love You're that. probably right. Anyway, so moving on, because uh, there's not much on the line of Doctor Who. Although we, there's been uh, plenty of little video things going out about next year's Christmas special being recorded by Shooty Gatterboy. Yeah, right, in, kilt. A, in a kilt. Um, and um, they've been quite excited. That so wasn't it's him real in a kilt. Behind that the, was behind his the double. Scenes. What? That his double looked very like him then. No, it was him. There are yeah. pictures of him from uh, actual him. pictures. Yeah, it kill. was him. Yeah, it's, it's him. A, there was a video on TikTok. Somebody in, who happened to be around filming naughtily with their phone while he did a scene <gasps> in the street uh, for that next year's Christmas special, like I say. Um, and of course, we're, we're rapidly approaching the actual broadcast of the the the. the 60th anniversary special. So, um, as far as fantasy con I, goes, near uh, every time I try and mention years. the word fantasy con, somebody interrupts me. Right, let's see if I can deduct a point. That's oh, we're not doing that anymore. What you pay us for? What? What he's going to announce? <laughs> not announcing anything. I'm just saying that there's <laughs> two weeks to go. Uh, as, as we record, two weeks to go. By the time this goes out, probably finished and done and dusted several years ago. Yeah. But oh, um, so good. At- why are you Did you get it? my T-shirt measurement? <gasps> Probably. Yeah, I think I did. I sent it to Probably. Roy. I think Roy was saying that uh, basically um, they're trying to um, give people T-shirts for the event and then get them back again and, and revamp them for if we did another one. So I don't think there's a case you can keep them. I, I've, oh. got a one, I've got a polo shirt from last year, which we can't use because it's got a um, Wessex. It's not my decision! But uh, we want to, to it's, I think it saves the earth, doesn't it, to um, recycling T-shirts? Anyway, uh, so 
yes we've got your sizes thank you but yeah so um still waiting to hear back from a couple of uh people that um the agents are a bit slow on but we did but after head- after getting our heads together a little bit at uh one of our near to last meetings um and i really wanted to get a doctor who guest because it originally was supposed to be a doctor who style convention but that seems to have gone out of the trouble is when you add people to a, a committee that don't like Doctor Who, it's only me and Roy now so we're getting outvoted all the time yeah. um, You do know that I'm more than happy to join a committee and help you I know you are but you're not going to because uh, I, 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 it, it would be voted no unfortunately like I say me and uh, Debbie so <laughs> would be uh, versus Mick and Roy and uh, that would be the end of that nice. it's not my fault yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I get the casting vote when it, that everything's tied but anyway no um no, I'm not allowed on it, Kirby. I just no. turn up and talk about the podcast. That's that's <laughs> what you're good at. No, I think we're, anyway. What was I talking about? Oh yes, the Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah, yes, so, anyway, 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 anyway. You wanted Doctor Who. You Doctor Who another Doctor uh, Nish, Who. Person. Yes, but it's not going to happen now. The last one. We've grown out of. Well, no, we haven't. Who did we lose? Oh, Kai. He was never in Doctor Who. Kai Owen was never in Doctor Who, so I haven't lost one. Yeah, but he was in Torchwood, so it's quite irrelevant. Oh, God, hang on. I opened up the wrong file. I got a a lovely message off Valile. I'll get Tom to look after her. Those two were giggling away like idiots last time. (laughs) I think I've got another job for Tom, but I can't remember who it was now. I know it wasn't anything to do with tech or anything, but. Thank God. Something came to mind that I thought, "Ah, Tom, I like doing that. We'll find out later off when we actually get everybody together at the event and distribute people. Um, Anyway, so yeah, Valile, um, we eventually uh, arranged a a conversation over the phone, um, but um, I think last time I, I met her, we, I, I went to give her her money to get back home with, and instead of saying, "Oh, there you go, Valido, there's a, thanks for coming, here's your money, bye." It was a case of, "Oh, hello," and it was just she's one of these people you just start talking. She should be on this show. It, it, she, you talk about a subject, and you end up, or want to talk about one subject, you end up talking about a completely different subjects, not related <laughs> to the subject you're supposed to be talking about. So we were supposed well, to be talking about like we were supposed to be talking about getting the podcast. we were supposed to be talking about her getting to the event what you actually end up talking about is her, her the the other job she's got at the moment um her her potentially going with her uh, other half to um visit some family of his somewhere in the world um and other things oh of dementia and things like that <laughs> but eventually we did sort of talk about she's coming but uh, we're gonna have another conversation hopefully about the narrowing the, the well, there's not much time left the, exactly how she's going to get to the event that is going to happen. She's quite happy about about staying in the, in Roy's love shack as well, especially after I said that <laughs> Simon Fisher Becker love and his shack. husband uh, stayed in that love shack uh, for the last event, and they absolutely adored it. So, so Valile's um, almost certainly coming. Uh, and of course, we had to replace Kai, and uh, it was discussed that um, my opinion was that Harry Potter was not particularly popular at the moment. Uh, and I was corrected, apparently, that Harry Potter is still exceptionally popular at the Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. Uh, and what? It is very popular still, yes. regardless and of what the, you're thinking. The about. evidence to this, apparently, was the fact that if you, you can't book to go into the Warner Brothers studios tomorrow and or for the next few weeks because it's completely sold out and it remains to be so for quite a while. So um, on the back of that, uh, the opportunity to get... Chris Rankin appeared and it was taken. And Chris uh, very happily uh, agreed to come 
to the event. Uh, and the good thing, of course, doing it so late means she, that he's fairly unlikely to cancel. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's going to be quite good fun. Oh, uh, but also, I, we've got two um, Percy Weasley ones. And um, for anybody watching on the uh, or watch my TikTok account, you'll notice the sorting hat. Uh, what what I have is is the sorting hat here, um, which will be just a little bit of fun for the kids at the event. Uh, like they get uh, sorted uh, into their houses. So, Slytherin, Slytherin, Slytherin. No, no, I already got sorted into Slytherin many years ago, uh, and uh, I I got sorted into Ravenclaw. Oh well, never mind. Can't help. Can't, uh, I think um, I think. Isabella was in Ravenclaw. Yeah, she and I are Ravenclaws. We're quite happy about it. But yeah, everything's in play. I'm in now at the stage now that I've sort of caught up with the work I needed to catch up with, uh, and for the next couple of weeks can devote most of my spare time to doing the finishing touches to the event. So I've now got to announce all the traders, um, make sure that all the um, uh, activities we've got there are. Have you cleaned all the Lego? We've got, we've got the snacks and ladders coming along uh, to do. <laughs> Board game with called Dungeons and Dragons, guys. Um, yeah, I'm looking so, forward to that. Isla's looking forward to that actually. Under uh, the table. The Joker Squad is what I'm most excited about because I, 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 a couple of things uh, when I've done events in the past that it, it's a big achievement for me if I actually managed to pull it out out of the hat and it happens. Um, one was getting Colin Baker for the first one. That was quite a, an achievement because uh, I pulled a few strings to get that to happen uh, with the help of Colin, of course. Uh, and I know last time I can't, I can't I'll have to think back on last time but oh maybe it was Clive Mantle but for this yeah, one Clive there's Mantle. two things if they, if it actually comes off a bit I'll be so amazingly thrilled about one is getting Elodie um, Orkin to actually come uh, and she turns up and I've, I've got her on the island she's doing the event so sometimes you think oh it's not going to happen until you actually see them there and the other one um, is the Joker Squad uh I was very excited about Craig Fairbrass being there. Oh, that'd be quite an achievement as well. But you know, well, I think One Piece was phenomenal, and he's brilliant. I in haven't that. seen that yet, but I know um, it does rather look like Craig is coming because I've, I've been—he's um, given me a number plate to book into Red Funnel, so I'm fairly fair. I don't want to sort of catch my, you know, uh, count my chickens, but um, I'm more confident about Craig because we've actually got to the stage of he's arranged his sort of transport here. Uh, than Elodie, who's got a bit of a... The agent's a bit awkward, shall we say. So we'll see how, what happens with them. But if both of those... If, sorry, if Elodie turns up and I've got the Joker squad, we've got them... They, they've actually got their own exclusive dressing room, uh, which was, was really, really Ooh. good to get. Um, <laughs> we're going to save money by not having a stage because uh, Medina were trying to charge an absolute fortune just to have a little stage put up. Uh, so we're going to charge for the stage pieces and for the... Um, the crew to put it up, so we're not having that. We're just going to have it on the floor. <laughs> I was just going to say, why don't we just put our own set it up? <laughs> Master, yes. I'm looking at the fancycon.net webpage. Mm. Uh, do you s not spell fairy f e r r y? Snot. Oh, I snot. Do I snot? Spell spell fairy. Do you say? Why? Because there's a right under tickets available now. Click here. Red funnel fairy f a r r y offer. Click here. Oh yeah, so it does. <sighs> I think we know that that's um, that's a typo, don't we, Kirby? And you're yes, so pleased so with possibly yourself. Possibly you should correct the typo. You're so pleased with yourself for finding that, aren't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've been saving that up. 
Come he's on, been saving that up for weeks, and he waits till two <laughs> weeks before. The, not, not couldn't bump me over a message to say, oh, by the way, there's a typo yeah. on your, a rather <laughs> glaring oh, typo. I know what I'll do. I'll wait until we're virtually too late to uh, uh, amend it. <laughs> Well, I suppose the red puddle didn't correct it. I would, well, maybe they're busy, Kirby, like some people <laughs> are, perhaps. <sighs> anyway, uh, right, we move on to uh, what we watch this week. Right, so. Uh, uh, any, anything on the feed, on the live feed? Oh, on the live feed. Uh, let's have a look. Um, well, we've got, oh my God, well done, Kirby. Quite ding for that. Remind me of that one after distracting me by, by typos on, on the uh, Fantasy Con page. Right, let's see what we've got coming through. Uh, certainly not Alan T. Butcher, so somebody needs to rectify that somewhere along the line. Um, oh, I, I, I have contacted him. I'll t- talk to you after we're done. Talk to me? Oh, I've got stuff to do, Kirby. No, all of you. Oh, no. Anyway, off, right. off oh, you, you've, you've spoken to Alan T. Butcher? Yes. Okay, we'll find out later. Right, so. Tim Drury, uh, Tim Drury says, red is the colour, apparently. And Lillian Robbins said, the 20 megabyte Mac podcast, indeed. <laughs> so can I go back to what I was, I was going to do? Oh, yeah, what we watched this week. That's what we're going to do, won't we? Um, so yeah. what I've watched this week, a, a new series of um, Married at First Sight UK, uh, which is not quite as good as the Australian version, but still pretty good. Um, Loki episode one went out, and uh, that was yes, really, really fab. Yet. And what? What did you say? No, I said I haven't seen that episode yet. I'm not going to say oh, what yeah. we're not Kirby. I'm not going to say what's in the episode apart He's from maybe. He's not a spoiler. He just tells I'm just you saying it, it's, it's, it's fab to have it back. It. It's fab to have it back and to see some familiar faces from the world of uh, British TV. Or a particular familiar face who was also I in. I've um, thoughts about it though. What's that? That series with David Tennant and Michael Michael Sheen. It's, uh, um, the one that thingy? Neil Gaiman wrote. Ah, Good Omens. Yeah, um, she's in the second series of that, and she's also in this. So um, you'll know who I'm talking about when you see it. But yeah, it's sad. It's fab to have Loki back. It's, a, it's got a degree of comedy in it as well. Um, and yeah, it's good fun. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, also been watching a fab series on BBC Two, I think it's BBC Two, about uh, the life and art of Pablo Picasso absolutely fascinating program that you can see all his well all his best paintings uh, and how how he develops as an artist and his life as a person as well you couldn't get a much better series of documentaries about a a real person than that um so and also i've been watching some youtube stuff about um uh, giuseppe uh, garibaldi because uh, one of my in, in my family history thing uh, one of my great cousins or whatever they're called um had a an incident with uh, Garibaldi, which was quite interesting, and obviously he was a massive admirer of Garibaldi. And I thought, oh, why is he? What is this Garibaldi? Who is he? Why did, was he admired by so many young Victorian men in the mid uh, Victorian age? So that's why I, I watched that. That was quite interesting. Uh, sorry, you're trying to say something, Deb? Yeah, you keep going on about biscuits. I'm hungry now. Uh, well, very funny. <laughs> Um, other thing watch is uh, a a series that I love with all my heart Strictly Come Dance 
Strictly Come Dancing is is Saturday night um, Saturday night event uh, television for us in this house. We will gear our whole evening around the opportunity to sit down, enjoy uh, Strictly Come Dancing, uh, um, and then turn the volume up after Deb starts falling asleep. Because for some reason, when it's something she really, really wants to watch... At some point during that thing, she will fall asleep. I'm a bit like that with Match of the Day, but I I partly blame Match of the Day because it's half past ten in the evening. I'm usually going to be falling asleep at that time anyway. Uh, What else we've watched? I've recorded the Graham Norton show with a view to watch it at some point. And there's a a thing called the uh, Portrait Artist of the Decade, um, which I haven't watched yet. We're supposed to be talking about things we're going to watch rather than things we haven't watched. Uh, And I haven't had a chance to pick up Young Sheldon yet um, or continue it. And I've watched episode one of, um, is it We Are Wrexham? It's a... Um, yeah, the, we are Rex. Is it we are Rex? Uh, episode one of series two. Um, we watched that this, um, during Dindins today. So um, that's more or less what I've been watching this week. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Mur- Murder on CCTV and Mur- uh, Murder. You love that, don't you? Brilliant program. <laughs> he does love that. Yeah. Um, Mission <laughs> on Discovery Plus and Quest Red or something like that. So that's what I've been watching this week. What about you, Deb? Oh, uh, more Python, as usual. Quite a bit of rugby. Yeah, I'm definitely going through a full Python um, renaissance here. And uh, I've uh, introduced, finally, uh, watched, uh, started Young Sheldon again, but with Isla, and she is binging it. She adores it. Um, what else have I been doing? Don't know. Um, well, obviously, watching Doctor Who. Have I've watched you? a few classic episodes as well, because why not? You oh, know, what? they're there. Of course. Sorry? Of course. Of course. Yeah, exactly. I haven't got my phone with me, so I can't go through what I have been watching all over the shop. But um, literally, it's just been, I've been watching Python. I've been reading, doing a lot of reading. And uh, I'm reading about seven different books, so I'm not going to go into Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You've got got some time on your hands. There's one Austin on the go. There's always one Austin on the go. But, yeah, other than that, there's just a variety. You know, I read a lot. And... um, yeah, mainly uh, it's been Python and rugby again this week, so staple, <laughs> staple TV for me this week. Comfort, comfort. Oh, yeah, and Ahsoka, obviously. There you go. Oh. oh yeah. Have right. started Loki yet? Anybody started Loki yet? I, yeah, yeah, me. I told you I'd started yeah, Loki. Were you not listening to that bit? I was also rummaging through a jewellery box, so I do apologise. Uh. But you told off um, Kirby for... Oh, never mind. You said about... We were talking about not spoiling it, and you, you backed me up on it, so you must have known I was talking yeah. about it. Yes, and then I forgot, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not infallible, it's been Is a it? week. <laughs> Silence in the library, and then you forgot. Um, Seven days. What I did forget, actually, because obviously with Kirby, I don't know whether he, when he's on the show, and he isn't these days, it's really weird. But um, I don't know, did I mention a, a while back, Kirby, that I watched a rather interesting documentary called The Peter Sellers, The Dark Side of the Goon? Uh, so, which was basically oh, yeah, a, a yeah, biography of Peter Sellers. You have not mentioned that. What a programme that heard, was. I've heard of it. I have not seen it. It was good, hour, was it? Hour and a half of, of absolute brilliance. Again, great documentary, great biography of Sellers, and obviously it, which contains interviews that he's done uh, over he's the years. He's amazing. It's re- have you seen it, Deb? Yeah, I've seen it. It's yeah, really that's good, another thing I watched last week. <laughs> really, really good. And um, another really good documentary was on BBC Two in September called Jack the Ripper, The Case Reopened, in which they really do do a, a good job of almost certainly 
finding the actual Jack the Ripper for the, the very I compelling saw, evidence. I saw a documentary from a couple of years ago like that. Mm. But this one is very compelling because they really it makes sense. Uh, as yeah, to but who, the one that I saw, and it's was nothing that to do well. with any any royalty or anything, because the royal person who no, was no, 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 it was talking about this mad guy. He actually went to a psych. Yeah, place that might be the same bloke. We've definitely worked mm. it out. Well, they have on that program anyway. But it's really well done because they they recreate crime scenes and uh, get proper detectives are what really really well known because they're yeah, on that's other what TV, they did but, in this show that I watched. And it's presented by. I thought um, they're doing another one. Amelia Fox. Is that the same one? Yeah, that's that's one one this okay. was like from a couple of years ago. I don't think it was BBC though. Okay. I've forgotten who I've but asked. Yeah, I found it now. really good because, yeah, as you're saying, it, it t- took uh, people and they actually recreated like the scenes and yeah. they examined it really sensibly yeah. rather than yeah, that's so all the uh, all the um, physical evidence, the 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 evidence of the, the neighbourhood, where they the yeah, psychological yeah, evidence in regards to where they thought that the killer might have lived with a cert, within a certain you know circular yeah. area of the murders exactly. uh, and various other things. Brilliantly done. And also some eyewitnesses yeah. who actually saw um, the the murderer, who whose description that matched the person who they think actually did it. Very very good. Series. Mm. Uh, not series, sorry, episode. Um, right, uh, the other thing we watched. Uh, no, sorry, we want uh, Kirby now. Aren't we? Sorry. Oh, I didn't miss anything. Oh, was there, there was a program on Channel Five about Osborne House. Well, anyway. Um, Kirby, we've done. Have we done Robert and Debbie? Because I've completely lost. No, the we haven't plot. done Robert yet. No, we've done you and, and me. Oh, then, then we need to do... Oh, hang on. Uh, because... Oh, go on then. Go on, Robert. <laughs> no. Hey, have you guys seen the new um, uh, Mission Impossible movie? No. Nah. No. I, I watched it last night. Very, very good. I need and to watch Barbie, Mark though. Gatiss, Mark Gatiss actually has a little role in it. See, what is it... Um, Chibata or or maybe a seeded oh my goodness <laughs> he played it right, bread, he played a character in oh, it okay. <laughs> so that that was surprising to actually see him on there but um yeah i just thought uh it uh related quite nicely wolf to what hall, we watched actually. what's that wolf hall the dramatization of the book wolf hall mark gatiss is in that as bishop gardner he's fantastic Oh. I think he's getting better as he's getting older. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else was in? Uh, oh yeah, I've, I've gone through all series of bread. Do you remember bread? From... Yes, yeah, so the scousers that used to sit around the dinner table and the yes. stuff a, a chicken yes. with money. Mm. Yeah, I bread so I watched like all bread. eight series of that over the course of a, a month. Uh, so yeah, quite enjoyed that trip down memory lane. Uh, what else? Just the usual kind of stuff. Um, Survivor, uh, the Amazing Race, all the uh, lovely things. Uh, what was that? the? Uh, My Kitchen Rules. So what's that as well? It? That finished off. Yeah. Well, Deb rules um, our kitchen. Oh. Oh, and the traitors. Um, oh, I love that. Canada series. has just started. Really? Is that on the BBC? Oh, I'm going to have to check. Oh, Canada have got uh, one. Cool. Oh, yes. I'm going to have to check iPlayer because it's a BBC series that they just rent out, isn't it? They might have to stop doing Doctor Who because they make enough money out of traitors. Well, they actually did the Australian series before they did the um, 
UK series. Yeah, but I don't think Claudia Winkleman does the Australian series. It's some bloke that was in some no. Australian stuff. I don't know who he was. The bloke. But, um, yeah, the Canada one just started this week. Right, now I've got to have a look on iPlayer. If you buy some Australian stuff to English people, that means Neighbours or Home and Away. No, no, I don't think he was. <laughs> I, do you know who, who it was oh, that did the Australian... Neighbours is back. If you... Yeah, Neighbours is on um, Amazon. It's, it's been bought back by Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Going somewhere else, though, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? I heard it was already on the move. Oh, okay. I'm not sure where, but... But Guy Pearce is still in it, which which surprises me, because he's a bit of a Hollywood name, isn't he, Guy Pearce? Carry on, Robert, carry on, Robert, please, carry on. Oh, I think that's about it. Besides, I went through um, uh, season 17 of Classic Who uh, on the Blu-ray, that is, the Blu-ray set. I got the uh, season 20 set, set and um, yeah, the uh, new version of um, Five Doctors. It looked like they've really cleaned it up nicely. Cool. Oh, so uh, now some, there's going to be three versions of Five Doctors. Yes, that's true. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but it probably looks the best that it's ever looked. Oh, as I've long just remembered as they the kept laugh. the uh, the triangle and not the swirly. Uh, oh no! It's, this time it looks like a, a pepper pot, an actual pepper pot. <laughs> it's, it's different again. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it looks like Mr. Whippy won the uh, <laughs> this '95 version, uh, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. Um, what else? I I pre-ordered the Underwater Menace animation. I have Six, too. Sixty dollars. Uh, Sixty bucks. Yes. That's not what I paid. No, Universal have stopped distributing the DVDs and Blu-rays here. So oh. I have to order it online. Oh, man. Because I had to do that with the Season 9, the Pert Reset. <clears throat> um, Universal didn't tell anybody that they were dropping out of doing it. I think because they had the um, – they had a Colin Baker set and a um, – McCoy set, and obviously they don't sell as well as the more popular Doctors. So they thought, oh, we've got bad sales of that. We won't bother releasing the Pertwee set. And so people would have done what I did and order online. And then Universal say, oh, well, we are going to release the Season 9 set after all. And it would only released about like three weeks ago. It's been out for months. Um, and I still see lots of copies there. So obviously it hasn't sold. So I think their plan didn't work very well. So I I have to order online now. That sucks. <laughs> My Underwater Menace, which obviously hasn't shipped yet, it uh, yes. it's costing me uh, twenty seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, but you're getting the DVD, aren't you? Adam, did you just have a crap? Yeah. No, no, a, a yeah, shock, I'm a shock moment has just occurred. That's just jumped out at me. It made me sort of. That was a genuine shock moment. <laughs> Sorry. What? <laughs> uh, uh, Kirby's saying twenty-seven. No, 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 it's not that. No, no. Shot. Something's come through on the live feed. It's made me start and nearly choke on my whatever I got on my chest. I've probably woken the wife up now doing that. <laughs> Go on then. What was it? What was it? <clears throat> Alan T. Butcher ah, says, yes, Butcher. "Hello Alan T. Butcher? all. I had yes. intended to contribute tonight. Oh, but unfortunately, my ninety-five-year-old father went on a trip in the garden and has ended up in the plate screwed into." a broken hip today oh dear that's a pretty good excuse listen reese 
that's how you do an excuse. Yeah. Um, uh, those exactly. are our dad's fools, Alan T. Butcher. Best wishes, Alan. Yeah. Yes, yeah. indeed. But thank you. That deserves a ding. I mean, for, just for writing in under those circumstances. So you don't have to tell us anything later on, uh, Kirby. Um, oh, sorry. Did you finish, Robert? Oh, sorry, I, I, I just need to. Yes, yes, guess, yes. Get my breath. Right then. Uh, I, I did forget something that I, I think was worth mentioning. Uh, the beautiful Stacey Dooley has a series on BBC Two. It's a third series, in fact, of DNA Family Secrets, which is fab. Uh, so we always have to go back to what better. Adam's watching after everybody else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot. I was just looking on there. I haven't said what I've watched. Hang on a second. I was just looking on, on no, the... No, you have to go back to Adam and then he'll ask... No, 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 no. I, have to, I was looking on iPlayer for the Canadian version of the traitors. Hopefully they can pronounce the word traitors, unlike the Australians, of course. Um, and then <laughs> I found... I just realised that DNA Family Secrets was on there, which I watch um, religiously. It's an absolutely superb programme. Kirby, what have you been watching? Uh, well, two weeks ago, uh, we finished Andor, uh, finally. Finally? Uh, what did you think? What did you think? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I don't so, yeah. know why I had been turned off by the idea of watching it a year ago. I think a lot what? of people, because they heard it was going to be more serious, they didn't want to know, but it was wonderful. Yeah, I thought it was one of the best ones. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I haven't started Ahsoka yet. Uh, oh, that's wicked. you got some fun to look forward to. Because, uh, oh, I'd say that was disappointing for me. And we probably won't watch that until um, we finish uh, Loki, which we obviously we started. And I loved the first episode. <laughs> You're allowed to watch and, both, you know. Yeah, we're waiting to finish. We've got the last episode of Ahsoka, and then we're starting with Isla well, um, Loki. Well, I, I do... Friday evenings are my uh, watch with the geek daughter. So, so that's that's when we do things. Sounds like a TV program. Watch with yeah. the geek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's when we that schedule. Uh, <laughs> that's when we schedule uh, watching stuff. Uh, so, yeah, well, I'll see if I can get her next week after we watch Loki uh, to do to start in Ahsoka. Um, yeah. And I did not realize that uh, the uh, that the actor who played uh, Short Round in Indiana yeah, Jones yeah, yeah, yeah. was in going to be on. Thank you, Quan. Yes, yeah. I didn't realize he was going to be I in Loki. That. I I, missed, I had not seen any trailers. I'm not being yeah, funny, but you want no spoilers there at all, was there, Kirby? No, there was no spoilers. I already knew that, so oh, okay. yeah, that is everybody not in the world knew that because he was in the trailers. Everybody yeah, in the world the trailer, knew though. it. Everybody in the world, apart from me and Deb and Isabella. So and me. everybody and me. in and you apparently. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, let's see. I've been watching this. This. <laughs> You're free from Kirby. <laughs> I've been watching the uh, a few selected episodes from this little uh, 1960s uh, non-superhero thing called oh, The Avengers. Excellent. <laughs> you watched the Emma Peel ones, spe- did you? Specifically, specifically uh, the Diana Rigg ones. Because yeah. she's, she's I'm still on the black man. You realise she was in my favourite uh, James Bond film. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, uh, I love that. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Cracking film. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, 
Good practically time. every weekend I go out with uh, my oldest daughter to thrift stores and I keep a a spreadsheet on available oh, you on have my thrift stores huh you keep it keep a spreadsheet on your no no I no, so he knows what he's looking of, for of uh, movies and TV shows that are not available either streaming or uh, and so are very difficult up, right? to find uh, in physical media. Yeah. Like almost impossible. You can't. That's a good if idea. If you go Jordan. out like on Amazon, uh, the prices are so astronomical. Forget about yeah. it. And I uh, we hit a new thrift store we'd never been in before. New thrift store. <gasps> a new thrift store <laughs> we had not been in before, and I scored three things on my oh, list what? which was oh, well amazing uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and now these may be available for streaming in another country i don't know but i i well, they're not say, in your country so it counts as a big win right uh i got a uh great copy of roger and hammerstein's the king and i oh i love that, oh, film. Got that. absolutely love that i uh, had the, such a crust on real brenner it was unreal and then I saw him as Ramses in, in Ten Commandments. That was it. Yep. <laughs> uh, the, uh, a 1968 t uh, TV series from uh, uh, my from my childhood, uh, Saturday mornings were sit down in front of the TV and Wouldn't watch. Wouldn't that have been the 1920s? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kirby. No, oh, you're stone 40. Very, very good, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, H Hanna Barbera's uh, Wacky Races. The oh, one of my favourites <laughs> of all time. Races, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so I've, I've got and that, and that is not out there anywhere. Apparently, it's on Boomerang, but I don't have Boomerang. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I, I'd rather. And then and here's stop the pigeon. Oh, no, <laughs> oh yeah, yes, I remember that. But, that started but the first was Wacky, Wacky Races. And then the, the adventures of Penelope Pit Stop. Captain yeah. no, But no, then I right. found Not a movie which is, uh, for some reason, it's never been on streaming. It was only on physical media for a short time. There are apparently rights issues with it. I found a the special edition of Dogma. Oh, I love that film. Yeah, isn't it great? Dogma, I oh, am. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of them. Even <laughs> yes, Brian Hallahan, uh, the first con I went to, it was, was with Adam, was just brilliant. Uh, yes, that was so, at, so um, the, this, Island Con this One. This is a, a special edition with two discs. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, I've been looking for this for years. Mm. So that's that's what I've got lately. That's splendid. Chasing Amy was quite hard to find in this country for a while. Uh, but seems to be available now. Do you know what's tried quite hard to find in this country? Um, I, Claudius, and um, Edward VII, the uh, two series from I the 70s. I have just been shown on Beeb again. Is it? What has? Yeah. What has? And I've got, a, I've got I, Claudius on DVD. Oh, my God. I have awesome. Call it by its name. What a cast in that, that particular oh, drama. Yeah. Right? Uh, anyway, um, sure. you're talking about... We're There's talking a about, doctor in that, you know. Yeah. We're talking about the traitors, and... Um, 
the traders? The, the new series, the Canadian one, isn't on there. The second series, the Australian trader, isn't on there. Maybe they're waiting for the UK to one uh, second series to come out. But there I've is a, the it. Traitors US the reunion, which I haven't watched yet. I might have to um, uh, indulge. But yeah, no. I don't think I've watched. Uh, does any of you US see the, the comic relief Traitors special at all? I have. I haven't. Oh. I. Don't even know what it is. Oh, be so there. Well, you stay out of the conversation, then, Kurt. Okay, I will. What's that? What's what? The comic relief. The traitors. It's a spoofy sketch thing about. No, when was it? During comic relief, whenever that was. Well, March, April, a while back. Um, June, I think it was. Did you call me June then? How dare you? Yeah, I called you June, yeah. (laughs) I would have liked that. Anyway, right then, I don't know how this episode's gone on. (laughs) Oh, hang on, Andy Nanny commented. Yes, and you can see it on YouTube. Uh, It turns up quite a lot on Facebook as well. If I see it again, because it turns up all the time, I'll tell you. I just remembered something else that I've been watching. uh, I'm continuing to go through The Prisoner. Re- rewatch. Ah, excellent. What the latest one or the no that 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 that, that remake was the, one of the worst things ever made. Yeah, no, I'm, talking, I'm talking about the prisoner, the uh, yeah. number yeah. six. The excellent prisoner. Patrick McGowan. Nineteen sixties. Mainly because I've been following, <laughs> I've been following along uh, the prisoner podcast, which the ah. uh, who's doing that. Uh, it's a it's part of the guy who founded the the doc, the Doctor Who podcast alliance. A friend of mine goes to um, oh why can't I ever remember the name of the place they filmed that when I'm trying to talk about it? That's it. Yeah, a friend of mine goes every year to their special prisoner event. I would yeah, like. And, to and one one thing on their on their podcast, uh, which they call it by hook or by crook, is that they talk every week uh they ask their guest who they whenever they have a guest their guest they call it number three uh, <laughs> they ask their guest for uh okay who do you know who did you spot in this episode of the prisoner that was in doctor who because they are both oh, both yeah. these guys are mainly doctor who fans oh. <laughs> and it's always fun to to see who who there is i'm i'm watching along trying to figure mm. out myself mm. uh, but i was just looking through speaking of i claudius i claudius no i claptives <laughs> and i'm looking through this cast list and i'm so going spot, <laughs> spot the doctor who actor is just would be oh, incredible with sake. uh I can't even see that. It's a in British TV production. What do you expect? Yeah. It's made by the Give us a chance. Right. So. Uh, so, I'll say, not, nothing next week. Uh, but, but the fact I've um, put out three episodes in one day, uh, plenty to listen wow. to in the interim. Um, and hopefully. What about the. Uh, I. I think you should be too tired after. Um, oh wait, you're gonna put out highlights of, of yeah, uh, uh, FantasyCon, and we are potentially we are doing a live show. Potentially gonna do that. I don't know yet. Well, are, are we doing a live show that day or not? I I would say. Don't sim- make him make a choice yet. We'll see how happy I th- we are. I think it would, sensibly, I, I think the 29th is the most logical. Um, 
thing, which I, I still we, think we're, we're going to be winding down from FantasyCon uh, in regards to trying to sort of recharge a little bit. I have actually got the week off, uh, so I, <gasps> I think that I, it's quite in, the whole process from organising it to stressing about selling tickets to stressing about paying people to stressing about doing the event and actually realising you're you're at an event that you've liked going to, but you can't really absorb as an event because you're supposed to be organising it or whatnot. Uh, it takes quite a lot out of you, and I've got a funny feeling that Sunday is going to be a day of. Uh, to be honest, I, uh, if sleeping. it's any help, I probably won't be up for doing the recording. But if I am, I'll let you know. I wouldn't blame you. Guys. I, I'm thinking. Yeah, I, I think I'm, that we shouldn't oh, do it that day. It's alarmingly uh, knackering just turning up and talking about the podcast for the day. So I don't. Mm, so poor Adam. I think <laughs> lightly what yeah, I'm thinking of doing. One of the reasons why I don't like you coming up with the idea of the last minute that we would record no, no. is that I would need to know at the last minute to ask to. Post something on Facebook. Don't worry, we'll let you know in advance. I'm going to say, right, the actual next recording we're going to do is on the 29th, but what I'm going to be doing in the days after FantasyCon is putting together the uh, probably the stuff that was recorded on the stage uh, bits, potentially, um, into a sort of FantasyCon special regarding nobody apart from Lily Lane who is in Doctor Who. But anyway, so that's what we're politely to do. That's the plan. And then we'll do a live show again. (laughs) What did you say, darling? What did you say? You never answer my question where I go, can I Vox Pop again? I obviously did so badly the last time. You don't want to know. Vox Pop? (laughs) What do you mean Vox Pop? What's that? Well, you go around asking people about their con and what they're dressed as and, you know. When did you last do that? Con before last. Oh, well, you can do if you like. I've got a recording device available somewhere. I think there's one in the boot, my Zoom right. device. I told you about my Zoom device. It doesn't matter if you just use the one on its own. It's, it's perfectly adequate for recording. In fact, it's yeah. a very high quality. Um, I think they were £300 uh, when I bought mine. I've got mine in the Maplin sale because Maplin was closing down for about £100. So it's a really good one, but I uh, hardly ever use really it. Really good. Hmm. Just remind me, I'll probably forget. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, if you have, a, have one, you can always use your phone. You could record with, with the, the, the memo thing on your phone and then just send them to me. Yeah, I could do that, yeah. Mm. Right, so until next time, thank you for listening, watching, taking part in the show. I'll just make sure nobody's posted anything else. And nope. Goodbye. Goodbye, fancy pants. Gearcrow. I'm going to play with my grenades. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
The 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast is an APV Services production, sponsored by whoone.co.uk and lavazi.co.uk. We are proud members of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended. The music on this podcast is covered by limited online music license from PRS for Music. Licence reference LE 0030512.